You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At S&T, it's just what we do. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson, and uh, welcome to hour number two of the drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, Matt, it's time for the fantasy football focus and our DFS team How came uh, finished in the money, one forty six point nine two points winner. Uh, we got uh, we had Justin Fields playing thirty eight point six percent ownership. Uh, he got us twenty four point seven two points. He's playing really well, throwing the ball better. I mean, he's a fantasy asset, man. Uh, Jarek McKinnon. Uh, at forty eight hundred dollars, four point four percent ownership. I'm surprised that wasn't a little higher, uh, but he got twelve point seven points. Yeah, it was enough. We Solid. got our money out of him, right? Yep. Joe Mixon, uh, my call on Joe mm, Mixon worked out. Fifteen point eight percent ownership. Uh, he had twenty one point five points. They're really leaning on him more as a runner and receiver. Keep that in mind this week yeah. against the Colts, folks. They can't stop the run. They can't, and they allowed a lot of yardage in the passing game to backs. Yeah. I mean, one of them there was one long play, but still, it was a lot. Yeah, I mean, even Mixon had uh, what do you have? Forty six receiving yards yeah, I said, between the two of them, Brown yeah. and Mixon on three catches. Three catches. Like you're getting chunks. I'm getting chunks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's going to be a feature of the game plan. Uh, Jamar Chase was in, owned in 10.6% of lineups. We paid up for him. That didn't work out. 5.9 mm. points. I think he had a, bunch, a fair amount of targets. Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore, our stack. Wow. Uh, that worked He's out well. He had a great year. He had a rushing and receiving touchdown. He had 100, uh, he has, no, 68 receiving yards, 20 rushing yards, two touchdowns, 26.8 points. That, that whole nice. team's going in the right direction right yeah. now. And that's a good good pairing there with Fields and Moore. Uh, our Elijah Moore call. He got the targets. Yeah. Didn't the catches come through, didn't work though. out. Right. Three for 42, uh, but we only paid uh, 4500 for him. He was only 11% of... Hmm. Higher than I thought. Yeah. Uh, 7.2 points. Najoku was the guy there. Isaiah Likely. 27.6% ownership, $3,500. He got us 19.3 points. He a long touchdown. Bijan Robinson at sixty five hundred. That worked out seven point one percent. Could have been better, but it was decent. Yeah, yeah. nineteen point eight points. And then the Forty Nine ers defense at thirty seven hundred, six point five percent ownership. We got nine points out of them. Uh, so okay. Moving on to tonight's, we got two Monday night games tonight, which is nice. So we, we put together a nice little. You want uh, to do one? Let's put together a little lineup for tonight's games. So in the, will this be the captain's chair move or is this? You have to pick. How do you feel about? It? We got four. I, I don't know. Four teams to pick from. I think we could put together a decent team with yeah. from the four. Yeah, a normal format. Yeah, like 50, not the 50, all that. Yeah, yeah. Right, let's do that. Fifty-fifty classic. Uh, I'm looking for a nice single entry double up here. Where are we at? All right. Twenty. So who we got? We have Titans and Dolphins, Giants and Packers. Yes. Titans and Giants are not a uh, wealth of fantasy goodness, but we could. Do a little bit. We build mines and somebody cheap out of those lines. Yeah. So looking at the defenses, the Packers, thirty seven hundred, which isn't super expensive. Yeah, it's on the road. Um the Dolphins are thirty four hundred. Dolphins D's played really well. Yeah. The Giants are twenty eight hundred. The Titans are twenty three hundred. 
I kind of like the Dolphins there. I do too. I I don't like the Titans. <laughs> They're at home. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like the Dolphins. Yeah, they'll get. I don't know if they'll give up anything passing in that game. If they, mm-hmm. they might run for some yards. In they that still game. rush the passer pretty well yeah. even without Phillips. No, I like their D at tight end. Darren Waller's still on IR, so yeah. so much for that. Chig Miami doesn't have anybody. Chig is thirty one hundred. Tucker Craft is three thousand. And Musgrave's on IR. Uh, Daniel Bellinger is questionable. <laughs> Tyler Croft is twenty five hundred. Uh, Dylan's Dylan's so Craft and Croft. Craft and Croft. Yes. Okay, I, I was thinking Croft was Craft and Craft was okay. Uh, Smythe is twenty. Is it Durham Smythe or Dylan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is 2,500. Kevin Rader with the Titans, 2,500, our guy. I mean, unless you want to punt on it, I feel like Chig's like our only option. Kraft has been okay. He's been okay. I like him. Without Musgrave out, he's been part of a yeah, good pass. Yeah, last game out. What's their difference in prices? Oh, good. Uh, last game out, Kraft had uh, six targets, three catches for 37 yards. They're the only two that are really usable. Yeah, last couple weeks here, uh, two catches for 32, two catches for 15, two catches or three catches for 37. Um, if you don't mind, what are the Giants against tight ends and what are Miami against tight ends? The Giants ends? are sixth against tight ends. Miami is 17th against tight ends. Tight ends is the one I put the least stock in for those things. There's a $100 difference between the two. You just pay oh, up. Pay. I think I'd play for Chig then. Chig What's he done lately? But I know it's not great. He hasn't had a great uh, He's a little better lately. Six targets, five targets, two targets, six targets. Uh, that goes it's back acceptable. a month. Three catches, four catches, one catch, three catches. I guess. It's not a lot to so pick from there. $100. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I would rather It's going to be highly chalky. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, everybody's going to have him in. Probably a lot of people have Miami's D, too. But, yeah. you know, you're picking for four teams. There's not much to pick from. <laughs> uh, at quarterback, Tua is 7,300. I have to consider it. Jordan I, Love is 6,000. Is it definitely DeVito? I, I yes. thought I saw something a minute ago about. Okay. DeVito is definitely in. He's 5,100. Will Levis is 5,300. Um, those are the dudes. Those are the Seven, dudes. You pay out for seventy three hundred. I, th- I think Love will end up being kind What's of. What's Love versus Tua again? Thirteen hundred dollars cheaper. I gotta go with Love. Okay. I just feel like, I mean, we're, I just feel like we're gonna short ourselves if we go too rich on all these. Okay. At running back, Saquon is seventy one hundred. It's okay. Achan is seven thousand. Mm. He's more than most are. Mostert is sixty seven hundred. Derrick Henry is sixty five hundred. Interesting. Uh, Aaron Jones is out. He's out. Yeah. Say so Dylan's kind AJ of AJ Dylan at fifty three hundred. Not bad. Yeah. I think they're going to win, and he's going to get a lot of fourth you know fourth quarter carries. Ty J Spears is five thousand. Could break a big play. Uh, probably catch some balls from behind too. Yeah. I mean, if they're if you think they're going to lose Spears, I don't think Henry will be in the fourth quarter. I think I, they're going to lose. I kind of like Dylan. Yeah. At 5,300. You know Barkley's going to get touches, but I'd rather spend money on, like, Tyreek. Yeah. That's what I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to keep paying down here so we can pay up for Tyreek. Mm-hmm. In fact, you want to go do that now? You just want to stick him in and then— Let's, He's 9,200. I'm sure he's— <laughs> Well, just shove him <laughs> his, in there and we'll— His over-under for yards tonight is 110 and a half. <laughs> he could get that in three catches, His over-under yeah. for yards in the game is 110. It, gambling. force of nature. <laughs> I mean, I mean he's on natural. this he's on this quest and the Dolphins are on this quest to get him two thousand. Andy's in prime time, you know, like yeah. 
he's going to get the ball. Yeah. Well, let's just put him in there. He and might then we win the him. MVP award tonight. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, now's the time to 200. showcase your, you know, your, your really how the, what yeah. kind of season you're truly having. Okay, so we got him plugged in. I get that leaves us with fifty-seven fifty to spend on our final spots here. Can you go back to running back real quick. Yeah. Uh, what about Dylan and Spears? I was just thinking the same thing. Okay. Spears at five thousand allows us then. Sixth, it averaged six thousand on our final three spots. That's not too bad. That's not too. I spots. would think Spears catches four or five passes. They're going to be behind. They're going to be behind. Yeah, he's got a lot of ability too. Uh, so Waddle is seventy five hundred. DeAndre Hopkins is sixty one hundred. Romeo Dobbs is five thousand. Jaden Reed. I'd rather have Reed than forty seven hundred. Watson's pl- out, folks. In case yeah, you, don't know. you got to plug Reed in at forty seven hundred. That's a great one. Now we can average sixty six fifty the rest of the way. Um. What about the other Giants receivers? You got uh, Wondell Robinson is 3,700. Jalen Hyatt is 3,400. Darius Slayton is 3,300. They're, they're all. I, I mean, I, you get what you pay for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so right now you got at, at the receiver spot. The top three guys are Waddle, Hopkins, and Dobbs. And Dobbs sure. is only 5,000. Not bad. Like um, we could, we could end up with Saquon as a flex if we. I say, what if we? Or, or our, if we have enough money left over, I don't mind going up to Tua. Going up to Tua, then we get the Tua. The Tua. What if we do that now? Okay, and see where that leaves us. Tua, like, I know it's not super attractive. We we could we could still average six thousand for these last two spots. Could we get like? We could probably still end up with because of the way these receivers are priced, like Saquon Barkley. Could we get like Saquon and Hyatt? Like if we really cheaped out, hoping Hyatt catches a bomb. Let's see here. Saquon at seventy one hundred leaves us with forty nine hundred. At wide receiver, that would get us Dontavian Wicks, Wandell Robinson, Jalen Hyatt. Can you check Hyatt's targets lately? I think his role has grown, but they were off this past week, so it's not on the tip of my tongue. Okay, so against New England, he had six targets, five catches for one hundred and nine yards. That's the most uh, recent game. The week game, before right? that, however, in week 11 against Washington, which we know is a bad that's pass awful. defense, two targets, one catch, seven yards. I mean, that's who he is. He's Deshaun Jackson. Against Dallas, no catch, uh, no catches, one target, nothing. Against Vegas in week nine, five targets, two catches, 19 yards. Mm. Not great. It's a, he's just so cheap. But I understand that. Wondell Robinson. It's hard to say, oh, he's trending in the right direction. Robinson's more the game. Robinson's more the floor. He's a slot machine. Yeah. yeah. Uh Four, uh, five targets, four catches, twenty-six yards. Four targets, three catches, thirty-five yards. Three targets, two catches, six yards. They all struggled against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, against Vegas, uh, five targets, four catches, thirty-five yards, and a touchdown. See, if I were them, he would be like a seven-target per game guy. Yeah, you know, just move the chains, get the ball out of your hands. Um, let's see who else is down yeah, here. Yeah, so what else we got to pick from? Um, yeah. Who'd you put in the flex, Saquon? Saquon's in this flex at seventy one. So this has to be a receiver. Now we could also get Waddle in there instead of Saquon. Instead of Saquon, or what if you put Waddle in at the receiver and see what kind of flexes we have to pick from? Or what else were you going to say? Let's, um, I'm just, just going to do that myself. Yeah. So Waddle at receiver at seventy five hundred. That leaves us then at flex. Taylor, Jeff Wilson, Brita. Who's uh, Taylor? Uh, Phil. Is it Philip Taylor or the backup in the? Green Bay. Oh, the running back. Yeah. Okay. Patrick Taylor, right? Yeah. Patrick, yeah. yeah. Uh, yuck. This doesn't sound like the right move. No. 
No, not unless you want to start like Kenyon Drake. No. And everybody he, hates the Drake. I don't think he even plays. Although you could still get Jalen Hyatt as your flex. With Waddle. With Waddle. I mean, still have money left over. It's a massive investment in the Miami passing game, which I'm not saying it's a bad thing. That's the best asset out there. And we got Waddle, Hill, and Tua. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind having enough to get Achan in there. Like That's what I was about to say. What if you took Waddle out and put a Chan in as your flex? He's cheaper than Saquon. He is. Mostert's sixty seven hundred. I don't too. know why Mostert's cheaper, but I have I'm allured by a Chan. <laughs> I mean Mostert scores every week. That leaves us five thousand. That would then get us Dobbs as our other receiver. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. But we'd have two Green Bay receivers in there, but they're gonna be able to throw the ball against I mean it's it's, it's I mean, better than having two the Giants, Giants are, receivers. The Giants are 29th against opposing wide receivers. I have no problem with Dobbs and and Reed. One of them catches a touchdown pass tonight. I would think. Yeah. Now, so we have a Chan in there then. We right? have a Chan. So that would be Tua, Dylan, Spears, Hill, Reed, Dobbs, Chig, a Chan in the Dolphins defense. Pretty good. That spent all of our money. And we nailed it. That's the puzzle. I like it. Okay, I'm gonna lock it in. So we got Tua Tagovailoa at three seventy three hundred, AJ Dillon at fifty three hundred, Ty J Spears at five thousand, uh, Tyreek Hill at ninety two hundred. That is going to be chalky. Yeah, it is. Everybody's gonna sure. have him in the lineup. Uh, Reed at forty seven hundred, Romeo Dobbs at five thousand, Chig at thirty one hundred. That'll be pretty chalky. I would think. Um, these aren't great teams to pick from. Right? We could also go. It only saves a hundred dollars though to to go down to the tight end. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what we'd use it on. Yeah. Uh, A-Chan at 7,000 in the flex spot, and then the Dolphins' defense at 3,400. I bet there'll be a lot of similar lineups, especially by our listeners. But <laughs> <laughs> Just the way it seems to work out. But that's all right. I mean, I think some of those guys are going to be chalky, but anytime you do a four-team choice... I there's going to be chalk. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of Tua's and Tyreek's, and, you know, uh, I'm, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's my concern, not that the group will produce it's just we just have to finish in the top well they produce in the top 50 half. right yeah because a lot of a lot of overlap that's fun right. to talk about tomorrow. yeah we'll have to give us something to look at tomorrow uh a couple of uh injuries to note as we head into the first week yeah, of playoff fantasy time, right? playoffs yeah. um you got justin herbert's hand i don't know if we'll play again yeah i don't well, I mean, that coaching staff is up against it. By the way. Are you surprised Staley's still employed on Monday at 5-14? I think at this point they're just going to wait till the season's over. And, mm-hmm. I and, just figured they'd give it to Moore by now. Not that he's like, what's he candidate. Done? Right. Yeah. yeah. What has he done? Yeah. Can we, and that was going to be my next segment. Can we stop talking about Kellen Moore as a genius? As this genius? Meanwhile, Dallas's offense went got a lot better. Yeah. And Dallas's offense is better, better since right. Kellen Moore left. Yeah. See, the Chargers offense got worse. It got worse, and it's hard to believe it could have got worse. I mean, they yeah. were like one of the least explosive Every time the, the Chargers are on TV, same thing in Dallas, in Troy Aikman or... Romo. Romo. Or some or former guys, Cowboy. Oh, he's a, he's a rising star. At what? <laughs> Why don't they ever say that about Dallas's head coach? He's gotten a lot out of quarterbacks over the years. I mean, I don't think he's an all-time great or anything, you know, McCarthy, but he gets a lot out of quarterbacks. Yeah, certainly much more than been more. They're, they're more's getting out of Herbert. And yes. at what point? I texted you this yesterday. Yeah, when they weren't scoring any points, and Herbert was like nine of seventeen for like sixty. Remember yards. the week before they scored six. Yeah, I said, at what point is this on Herbert? I know. And there's an argument for that. I mean, he finds ways 
they, he, whatever, find ways to lose games late. He has a hard time staying on the field. I adore him. They put up some pretty passing numbers, and but they don't put up wins. And now they're not putting up points. The knock on him coming out of Oregon was he's not a demonstrative leader. He's an introvert. It's kind of boring. He's like the first one to tell you. But I wouldn't mind having Elway or Marino screaming at my guys when times are bad either. You know, I mean, I have mixed feelings. Because, like, if we're drafting quarterbacks, who you want from this point on, he's really high on my list. I mean, I love him. and But you can only say, well, he's part of a bad organization or his coaching staff's not good for so long, too, because nobody cares. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. just produce. Jeff George is very talented as well. Sure. And he's heading down that road. I mean, especially when you compare him to AFC quarterbacks, is he going to get forgotten behind the Burroughs and Lamars, and let alone the Mahomes and Lawrence? And we know the list. It scares me a little. I mean, because, boy, I love him. But should be better the, the results should be better right now yeah i mean they paid they him they gave him a lot of money yeah. and i would too i mean he's a no-brainer payment to guy for me and i know that you know philip rivers wasn't up every year mm-hmm. but in the same organization they were, the one thing you could count on was the chargers yeah. were going to score points yeah they yeah, weren't yeah. going to be being beaten by the broncos the broncos who gave up 70 points now they're a better different team than they were earlier in the year right but they still gave up 70 points in a game to Miami. And I'll, I'll argue that Rivers had more around him, but not light years. I mean, like, Gates and Keenan Allen are really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Gates is going to the Hall of Fame, and yeah, he's really good. And you know, there were some Tomlinson, Vincent Jackson years, but it's Vincent Jackson, light years better than Mike Williams. I mean, I, Eckler's not bad. You, you know, pay the, the quarterback the kind of money that he's getting paid to elevate guys, mm-hmm. such as... The guys that you're, you know, you're you're referencing there. Sure. The, these re- no name receivers, you pay the quarterback the money to elevate those guys, yeah. not the other way around. When you're paying the quarterback that much money, you they shouldn't have to elevate the quarterback. I like him so much that I, th- I will give him every benefit of the doubt. And by that standard, I would say, let's talk next year at this time about him. You know, with an, one more coach. But their cap situation is such a mess that that team's going to look remarkably different. Worse. Much worse. Worse. I mean, for sure. I don't know. I'm a believer, but I think you're crazy just to say, to rubber stamp him and say he has no fault. Like, if we're, this is a fantasy segment. If we're mm-hmm. having a, a fantasy draft next year based off of what you saw this year, you can't take him ahead of where he went this year. True. You can't take him in that. His fantasy that output's been decent, though. Fifth roundish, yeah, that fifth Not roundish lately. spot. You can't yeah. do that. No, no, you can't. Especially if Mike Williams isn't there and Eckler's gone. You yeah. Know, and, no. Whereas Trevor Lawrence is going through some of the same stuff, but he's still producing. But he's producing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely taking like the fields of the world over him. Yeah. For fantasy. I mean, for the cycle fantasy. I'd love him to be my quarterback, but I think uh, in real world. But I do think you have to at least say. Maybe he deserves some blame. You know, you can't just. I mean, can he get some of this? So nothing's ever his fault. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah there are is. there are times when it is his fault. Uh, who else? There was another quarterback injury yesterday, was there not? Well, Justin Jefferson was. Well, Justin Jefferson's brutal. Yeah, that was. Dobbs got benched. That was Josh Dobbs' fault. 
Yeah, it was. He threw it him was. right into the safety. And, and came out just like an hour ago. We're not sure who our quarterback's going to be from this point yeah. on. So you got that situation. I'm trying to think of any other quarterback. Uh, there was another one that got hurt. Um, Let's kind of scan a league in my cranium here. Um, Let me think about it here. Uh, I, I'll get it here quickly because okay. one of the guys, I, I thought about it as one of the guys in our league's this was the only quarterback on his roster. Um, there's people like Aiden O'Connell he's that going are now into the, getting into the potentially play- benched. Your team. He's going into the playoffs with, drumroll please, oh, he had C.J. Stroud. Oh, yeah, that's an obvious one. He's a concussion, I think. It's a concussion. So it's probably one week at most. But we've seen that, you know, those can so linger. Here's the question, though. I mean, even if he plays, they did nothing against a good Jet defense. And he doesn't have Nico or Tank. Yeah, the top two receivers. Oh, and by the oh, by the way, the tight end is also right. hurt. Their top three receivers are out. So if you're counting on Stroud, even for two weeks from now, ain't what he used to be, probably. Yeah. So I'm just looking here at the, the, Dave Bowden's in our league. He's got C.J. Stroud at mm-hmm. quarterback. His backup is Baker Mayfield. He may have to roll into the playoffs with Baker Mayfield as his quarterback. Yuck. Yucky, but <laughs> it's not the worst thing in the world. How about like Ritter yesterday? Do you have any faith in like picking him up? None. Yeah, that's. I mean, Tampa Bay's defense is bad. Is bad. There's a lot of bad ones out there. But, but they're in first place right now, so there's that. Is that the team you trust most in the South? No. Fantasy aside, <laughs> no. At least I don't trust some, any of them. They're so bad. <laughs> At least they have some good players though. You know, Worfs and Evans and guys like that. Well, so do the Saints, but oh, yeah, one of those teams is probably gonna have to host the Eagles in round one. Like, oh, great. <laughs> That Saints game was really weird. Like, I didn't watch a ton of it, but if you look at the box scores, oh, like, Carr, I don't know how they won. Carr had like 25 completion for like 110 yards. <laughs> they allowed like 200 yards on the ground. Carolina lost a turnover battle, but only by like one. And neither team could throw at all. Saints didn't run the ball at all. They did score on defense or special teams. But is Carolina that bad that? I mean, you can't even compete in a game like that. Uh, apparently, I mean, uh, the box score is weird. Uh, there was it, it was really kind of unbelievable because they only ran for ninety-seven yards. Right, like they car threw for like one hundred and ten. Car had eighteen completion, eighteen of twenty-six for one ten and two touchdowns with an interception. Look at Kamara's receiving line. Yeah, Kamara. That's what I was look, calling this up. To look at he had three catches for minus eleven <laughs> yards. Yeah. A.T. Perry had one catch for 44 yards. They got a chunk play there. They got a chunk play there. They scored on defense. Alave had four catches for 28 yards with a long catch of eight. Of eight. Uh, Lynn Bowden had four catches for 24 yards. He did have a 15-yard catch. Jimmy Graham, oh, my God, had two catches for 16 yards and a touchdown. scored. Uh, it wasn't even like Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill in it yeah. up. Juwan Johnson, two catches for 10 yards. Foster Moreau, two catches for four yards. Jamal Williams, no catches on one target. And then Kamara, three catches on five targets for minus 11 minus yards. 11 yards. His long catch was five, so and he they, lost 16 yards on his other two. Ugh. And they couldn't stop the run, and they still won by 20-something. Yeah. They gave up 200 yards rushing. 200 yards rushing. And won 28-6. It doesn't <laughs> add up at all. Even like yards per play are about the same. Time of possession favored Carolina heavily. You know, the turnout, you would think, oh, they must have turned the ball over five times. I think it was like two to one. They had two, and yeah. Yeah. Strange. Like, how do you win that convincingly? I don't know. Yeah. Did their field goal kicker miss a ton or their block kick or something? (laughs) I mean, what happened? Tons of penalties or something weird? But anyways. Ugly, ugly. And Carr and his linemen are yelling at each other. I mean, they're... 
that's a that's a kind of toxic environment too. I think there's a coaching change going on in New Orleans too. Yeah, they're Even six they and seven now, but they're in it. Yeah, they're in it. But nobody seems to like each other down there. They don't have any cap space again, which is always the case. It's just ugly, 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 ugly. That division. I mean, awful. you don't want to have to like again. You don't have to start Derek Carr in a playoff game. No, I'm not sure that he's going to be the starter. Can't rest start of the year. Bryce Young in a playoff game. Like there's or Mayfield or Ritter. Like yuck. Yeah, and the whole division's brutal. A lot of yuck. Anyways, we're overdue for a break here, hmm. but that is the fantasy football focus. We'll be watching to see what our lineup does tonight. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Steeler fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. They're located at Akershire Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or visit online at shop.steelers.com. Uh, you can also uh, get into Yin's Chat's regular season challenge. That is back this year. Uh, answer Steelers trivia and make game day picks for a chance to win signed helmets, jerseys, footballs, or even a trip to the 2024 NFL Draft. Um, you can log in to the Steelers mobile app and now and play for a chance to win those prizes. Nice. So you can always do that. Um, good stuff there. No, it always is. Matt, uh, looking here at DVOA, I know everybody's down on the Steelers. Down, down, down sure. on the Steelers. And this accounts for the last two games. This accounts for the entire season. Mm-hmm. The Steelers are still 11th in total team DVOA. Strong. San Francisco, Baltimore is 1 to one through 10. San Francisco, Baltimore, Kansas City. That's Miami. pretty high for, higher than Kansas City, I would have guessed. Uh, I mean, if you look at it, their offensive rank is 4th, their defensive rank is ninth, and special teams mm. are 6th. Uh, special so, teams I wouldn't have known, but I'm, sorry, yeah. I'm surprised they're 4th in offense. Miami is 4th. Huh? Dallas is fifth. They're probably trending the right direction, too. There's not much movement here at the top, actually. Uh, Buffalo is six. Detroit is seven. Philadelphia, eight. Cleveland is nine. They were 12th last week. Other than that, everybody else stayed the same. Really? Yeah. The Eagles didn't go backwards? They did not. Philadelphia was eight. They're still eight. Okay. Jacksonville went from nine to 10. The Steelers went from 10 to 11. Cincinnati bumped up from 14 to 12. Wow. Surprise, they're at 12. The Chargers holding steady at 13. Vikings at 14. They should win more games, Chargers. They should. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay is 15. Houston is 16, down from 11. That was the big drop. Yeah, that was a pretty bad loss. That was a really – I mean, they yeah. did nothing offensively in that game. I mean, I know the Steelers – And they two, did nothing defensively. Yeah. like I know the Steelers just had two bad losses, but the games were close. Yeah, I mean, like, it's you didn't get walloped by the Jets. You yeah, know what I score mean? six points mm. and give up – you know, almost 30 against... You think they go to the playoffs? I think Houston's probably out. I mean, just guessing. I mean, who knows? They don't have a, they don't have a brutal schedule, but I... If they have to start Davis Mills from, you know... A game or two. They're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, Seattle went from uh, 18 to 17. They actually went up a spot. Really? They've been having a tough time, I think. They're it's trending downwards. Month, they're yeah. 14th offensively, 27th defensively. Yeah. I mean, some of it's a schedule, I'm sure, but still. The Rams bumped up a spot from 19 to 18. Even though they lost, but they're Even playing well. Lost. Yeah. yeah. Denver went from 22 to 19. This is where there was more variance at the bottom of this. Okay. Interesting. So De- Denver's at 19. New Orleans was 20. They're still 20. The Colts went from 16 down to 21 with that loss to Cincinnati. Where's their offense, defense, special teams? Offensively, they are 18. 
Uh, it sounds about right. Defensively, they're 14th. Rush the passer pretty well, create a lot of big plays. Okay. And special teams are 25th. Hmm. Matt Gay's been make, missing some kicks, actually, yeah. too. So this but is they what, do block yeah. punts. Um, see if they can. They block two in one game. I don't two know if they in one can, game. Yeah. I don't know how many they have for the year. Uh, Tampa Bay is 22nd. That was down from 21. Chicago at 23, up from 24. I like what they've been doing lately. The Jets went from 28 up to 24. Best game Wilson's ever played. We know Eric, Eric Edholm, who does the NFL rankings. Oh, they're going to be skyrocketing. They'll, yeah. they'll be 20th this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, New England went from 20. They were 26. They're still 26. Atlanta uh, went from 25 down to 27. Wow. Yeah, look at them as more like 20th best team. Yeah. Vegas went from 27 to 28. Washington from 30 to 29. Vegas is a disaster right now. Arizona went from 29 to 30. The Giants, who played tonight, they're 31 going okay. into this game. Carolina is 32. So hmm. that's the overall team stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, defensive DVOA. This is where this is where it gets interesting here because if you look at who the Steelers still have to play on mm, the okay. schedule. Yeah, you mentioned Seattle's is low. We know that Baltimore is good. You know, yeah. They've been good yeah. all year. Indy's not great. They're second. The Steelers are seventh hmm. in defensive DVOA, um, but you have to. Indianapolis is against the. They were twelfth going into last week. Now they're seventeenth. They had a rough go of it. Yeah, again, and that's weighted DVOA, which is a little bit different. That's based on who you've played. Yeah, seventeenth so in weighted DVOA, so they're an average. At this stage of the yeah. of the season, I think that's a better indication. Yeah. probably. Okay, uh, so they're an average defense. Thirteenth against the pass. 25th against the run. Mm, had to be going in the wrong direction yeah. yesterday. That's too. one that, that I don't know that they're a good matchup for the I think they're a, a good matchup for the Steelers. Through the Steelers' eyes. Yeah. Through yeah, the Steelers' yeah, yeah, eyes. Yeah, I yeah. think this is a good matchup. Yeah. I really think that goal number one has to get back to the run game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a great normalizer. I mean, it helps your defense. It was probably the strength of the team. As soon as several days ago, you know, like I think you really have to get back to we're going to run the ball a lot. You the know, problem that they ran into against the Patriots is they fell down twenty-one to three. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. No, you can't. But At the same time, they cut it to twenty-one ten right before the half and had the football coming out of the half. Uh, so you could have run the second. You could have run more. more. Yeah, the yeah. third quarter in particular. And it's it's what you do best, and you have two good backs, and I don't think a this quarterback is a, who can run. Yeah, good point. You know. and again, I don't think this is a great run defense. I mean, their backers are a little lighter. They're they're active up front, but they're not a bunch of run stuffers. You know, like the Patriots have a bunch of run stuffers. Yeah, you know, big physical. Yeah, run stuff. Guys are hard to move. So I mean, I look I look at that. That should be a matchup that the Steelers can exploit. Uh, where was New England at? New England is number one in run run defense. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, that that's was a, a very good. That defense was a bad matchup. That's for a bad offense. matchup. This is better. This is much better. Agreed. That's a good point. Then you play Cincinnati, which is. I don't love the Colts' corners either. Just yeah. off the top of my head, I think that's a matchup you could. Cincinnati's twenty seventh in adjusted defense. Hmm. We just saw this a couple of weeks ago. They're twenty seventh against the run. Makes sense. Steelers had success there. Steelers have success there. Game. We remember that. Then you play Seattle. They've been going the wrong direction, too. They've played tough teams lately, but they were going the wrong direction. Their defense is 24th and adjusted. Is it? Yeah. Uh, tw- What's their run defense? They are – let me make sure I'm looking at the right uh, – they're 17th against the run, 
20, where they at? 27th, 19th against the run, 27th against the pass. Okay. So, again, so, these are teams you should be able to move the football against. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Seattle's interesting to me. We're really getting ahead of ourselves, but, I mean, you know, we're just talking about what's remaining yeah, on the schedule. Here. right. I mean, they traded for Leonard Williams. I don't think he's made a huge impact for them, but I heard Nate Tice talking about this, and I thought he said it well. Like, they're kind of married to Jamal Adams and Bobby Wagner, and they're just not what they used to be at all. I mean, Adams Jamal Adams, on. when Jamal Adams was, was at his best, wasn't what he was supposed to that be. That was such a bad trade for yeah. them. I mean, and they're paying ramifications, and like... Wagner's almost like Darius Leonard now, where was a superstar and just you don't want to pull him off the field and take his green dot off him and all that, but he isn't playing like the guy you should, and it's kind of just a touchy subject, and they're kind of stuck with these two dudes, and they're limited. Yeah. So, I mean, these are three games that offensively you should be able to move the football. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's encouraging. Yeah, I mean, uh, you would think with those three games, any chance Pickett plays in any of them? He could be back by Seattle. Okay. And we know he's out this week, right? Yeah, he's definitely yeah. out this week. He's, I would say, highly likely out next week against mm-hmm. Cincinnati. But that Seattle game, I think, is the first one where— It's a chance. Yeah, because he had the surgery last Monday, so we're seven days in now. Okay. You'd be following Monday, be 14 days. Um, Do they think it's a month-ish, something a little less? I think he had, he had, this, he had surg- the same surgery on, another, on his other ankle in college. Mm-hmm. I think he came back in like 26 days. Wow, okay. Interesting. But I think the key is, like you stressed, is what's their run defense is like. Yeah, I mean, that's the key. I mean, that's if, the key the, if the rest the, of the season. If the me. Steelers can't run the football. They're in trouble. They're in trouble. Yeah, they're in trouble. And these opponents set up pretty well to run the football. I will say as well, Baltimore's rush rank in this is eighth. Rams ran all over The Rams them. ran all over them yesterday. Yeah, they lost Hamilton too. I'm not sure he, how long he's out. Yeah, and... Interesting. I do think that's the key, and I'll probably say it more and more as the week goes on. But if you're going to save your season, it's going to be with Najee and Warren. Yeah. Yeah, and the blockers, of course, but the run game. You know, when you start looking at the AFC playoff field, New England's the number one run defense. Well, they're not going to be in there. No, they're already eliminated. Uh, Tennessee is number two. They're not. They're not going to be in there. Now, Jacksonville and Cleveland are three and four. Understandable. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Then it's Minnesota, Dallas, Detroit, Baltimore at eight, Chicago at nine, surprisingly enough. Hmm. Boy, their season's going in the right direction. Yeah. Now, they're still 25th against the pass. Washington is 10th, but they're 32nd yeah, against the pass. I just wonder if pass. nobody yeah. just runs the ball against them. Steelers are 11, Atlanta 12, Houston 13, Phillies 14, the Jets 15. They're not going to be in the playoffs. All mm-hmm. these a- NFC teams up here on top Yeah, I say you're not talking about many potential opponents except for Cleveland, Baltimore. Jacksonville. Jacksonville, yeah. Buffalo is... 18th against the run. Not great. Uh, you mentioned Kansas City there. Miami's 21st. Where is Kansas City? Are they that low? Kansas City is 30th. Are they really? I mean, you think about their defense being quite good this They're year. They're fifth against the pass. Yeah. They rush the pass for well. The corners are pretty good. Yeah. But, wow, you can run on them. Denver is 31st. Kansas City is 30th. Uh, potential C- opponents. Cincinnati's yeah. 27th. Indianapolis, 25th. The Raiders are out there, 26th. Those are like all the 7-6 and six teams. Yeah. In the so, and even Miami, where you'd say, well, that's a bad matchup, they're 21st against the run. I mean, I the run defense isn't great. And, you know, I, I've had people tell me, well, Miami would be a bad matchup for the Steelers. 
We saw that game last year. Mm-hmm. It was 16-10, and the Steelers were throwing into the end zone on two separate occasions with under four minutes left. I mean, I think the Steelers' secondary would be, it would be team speed would be a major It would problem. be an issue. That would, as it is against everybody, but I think the Steelers' secondary is slower than the average one, and that's a problem. But I don't know when the Steelers have the ball would be, oh, no. You okay. can just play keep away all day long. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're going to get the you. They're going to get theirs. I mean, but if yeah. you rush the passer well. Well, you can't let the big plays. Yeah, and you can't, you know, you make us 20 yards deep and, mm-hmm. you know, not giving that stuff up. I'm excited to watch Miami tonight. Could they be in contention for best team in the AFC? I've never quite given them that credit, but they still I'm haven't not beaten enamored the team. with the rest of the AFC. Yeah, they still haven't beaten a team with a winning record this I know, year. I know. Then they blow some teams out. I, I still think Baltimore's better. I think Buffalo's better. Kansas City's probably better. I just think those teams are tougher. Yeah. And weather's going to matter. Miami's kind of a finesse mm-hmm. team. And if you Even have their to, backs aren't big. If you have you know. to go to Baltimore, if you have to go to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds like they'll probably host the game. Yeah. Probably. But, you know, but if, home field advantage is huge for them. Without a doubt. If they could get to one. Without a doubt. Yeah. Which is possible. Yeah, so I just, I, I mean, I look at that and, you know, if the Steelers can run the football, they can beat anybody. That's the whole key of the rest of the season, you know, because it just makes yeah. Trubisky's poor decision-makings wouldn't be... You can't have, you, you can't expect Mitch Trubisky to be in third and nine all the time. Mm-hmm, exactly, because it, it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. Right. He's, they're going to be mistakes, and, and that's yeah. really any quarterback. Mm-hmm. You put them in third and nine, you put Mahomes in third and nine last night, There's, they're going to be mistakes. Yeah. No, but it, it's something they've done well. It's not like, boy, all of a sudden they got to start throwing for three fifty. Well, that that's not going to happen, you know. Like, yeah. but if you can get back to running for one hundred twenty five yards a game and I want more than minutes, that, yeah, there's a there's a low, you know. And my my key that's your floor. Video, yeah, one hundred twenty five is your floor. I mean, we knew especially the with the, were with, with the mobile quarterback in there. Yeah, if you get twenty out of him, or you know, a little bit from the other dudes. So, you know, my, my key in our video this past week was get to 100 against the Patriots, knowing that was going to be a tough challenge. Yeah. You didn't. But would the game gone a little different if you did? They got and, close you know, enough that if, you know, they lost by three and they had 82 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. If they got to 100, would they have... Would they have that one more first down yeah. and one more possession or whatever. If on second and two you decided to, to run a draw there mm-hmm. and pick up the first down. Did we look at about... This is a totally different taste in our mouth. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. But... I know. I think that's where the turnaround for the season has to start. Is you need to be successful running the football. And I think they can be highly successful these next three weeks. They've shown, yeah. And I didn't thought about the opponents, but that's good analysis there. That's why people listen to the show. Heck yeah, man! Dig into the to the numbers here, and and uh, you know, I've been digging into the Colts a little tonight and tomorrow will be my big dig into the Colts time. But they're an interesting team. You know, they're. Kind of playing with house money, in my opinion. You know, like they didn't plan on their season going this way. They drafted Richardson, built around him. You know, are we going to extend Taylor or not? And they didn't. And Minshew's been okay, but I think they have a coach, you know, and I kind of feel like they're playing with house money. Yeah. And oh, by the way, I don't think Taylor plays again this week. No, I don't either. And uh, Moss really hasn't done much. The last the couple last, weeks, he's the last couple to hit weeks. a wall. Yeah. He's really starting to hit a wall. His yards per carry is really low lately. Yeah, and so is, if yeah. you stop them running, and, and I, I, what I think happens, and we'll talk more about this later in the week, you load up to stop that, and then you put you put Porter on picking or on uh, Pittman. Yeah, that was already. I wrote that and, matchup up. I, mean, I was torn between Porter versus Pickens, or Porter versus <laughs> Pittman. <laughs> Pittman. <laughs> too many Pitt and Pickens too, and Pickens too many and Pittman. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Porter and 
Pittman <laughs> is a really good matchup. I mean, they're both big physical dudes. Yeah. Dad's played in the NFL. Cool. You That'd know? be a fun matchup. And Cam versus Nelson. Yeah. I mean, so there's a couple key ones there that are fun. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but we're going to get to another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. And we are... Porter and Pittman and Pittman and Porter and Pickens and... Peter Piper and Pickens and Peppers. Yeah, exactly. Peppers. Yikes. I've been on the air a lot today. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back. He is the Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly, and you're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And, uh, Matt, at uh, Mike Tomlin's uh, press conference today, uh, he did say that uh, T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith are both in concussion protocol. Okay. Uh, so we'll see where that goes over the course of the week. No Longer Kenny, week, though. It's a long – yeah, they've, yeah, they've had some time to, to uh, get get through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Highsmith suffering the concussion uh, that was diagnosed during the game. Watt was diagnosed the next day, and there's been some speculation out there, and it is pure speculation, um, that, well, the Steelers just put him into the game and they knew he had a concussion. There's an independent neurologist on the sideline. I, say, I don't even think they have that power. At every NFL game. Yeah. Every NFL, all 32 teams have an independent neurologist there who checks these guys out. And not em- he, independent means not employed by the Steelers. Not employed by the Steelers, employed by the league. Mm-hmm. If that guy gives clearance to the player going back into the game, he can go back in the he game. He can go back into the game. Um, you know, so this speculation that the Steelers somehow skirted the rules on this is ridiculous because if they if the independent neurologist told them no and they put him back into the game. The independent neurologist can stop the game. You see it all the time. Yeah, it happens all the time. Where, like if somebody's woozy or they'll whatever. They'll buzz in yeah. and say, no, that guy's got to come off the field. Mm-hmm. Like that he's didn't not walking, happen. Right? Yeah. I mean, obviously their eyes were glued to it. it, it, it made, it's the first I've heard there's any controversy. Like, but I've seen lots of the, the, the Twitter doctors out there or people speculating, oh, he was obviously concussed. Oh, really? He was obviously concussed. We know that from watching on TV. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, so you're trying to think, so it was a standalone game and a lot of people saw it and it was a violent shot to the head with a helmet on to the jaw yeah yeah yeah. yeah. i mean to above the neck okay they checked him out it looked like it phased him i mean like it probably hurt a whole but they were working more on his jaw than they were anything else you don't see medical folks going into players mouths very often I, I'm like, did they knock out a bunch of teeth? Did he have a broken jaw? He, yeah. Chipped teeth. I mean, yeah. there's all kinds of stuff that can happen. Did he, you know, did he bite his tongue? There's, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that can happen there. But this is why the system's in place, right? Because there's an independent guy that says, or woman that says, yes or no. And then I've seen the speculation. You know, well, he was wearing a tinted visor out there, so the Steelers obviously knew that you know there was something wrong. Here's the thing: T.J. Watt wears a tinted visor in pregame warmups every week. He prefers it, apparently. He prefers that. Um, now, it was kind of yucky that night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, did did you know? Did he change to the to the visor mid game? I don't know. No. Did his other helmet break, and that's the one that they had to to put on him? I don't know. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he has a tin visor that he wears in warm ups every week, and then they switch it out yeah. between. I would have never known that, right? Um, there's okay. also well, Mike Tomlin. He, Mike Tomlin was asked about it today. He said, "Look, I, I honestly, I didn't know that TJ was wearing a tinted visor." And folks, that's not an indication that he's not on top of his team or anything like that. He's got better things to do than you know. I, I watched the game. I didn't recognize TJ Watt was wearing a tinted visor. Yeah. Like if I'm the equipment guy, I may not even tell the head coach that. 
I mean, I'm not sure. Why would you? Maybe the outside linebacker coach would know. Maybe the defense coordinator would know. I don't know. I mean, like, frankly, I don't care about any equipment stuff if I'm the head coach unless it's like we're slipping all over there. We need new cleats. Or the, the helmet, the, the mic in the, or the oh, yeah, speaker in like the, the helmet broke. Like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not like, boy, he doesn't like his elbow pads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, people change stuff all the door. I mean, some of it's just vanity. They don't like his, how they look. And, you his know. cups are rubbing, rubbing him wrong yeah, right, today. Right, right. He's a new cup. This one's too small. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, Coach doesn't care about that stuff. He's got other things to do. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me one bit that he doesn't know about the vibe. Yeah. I didn't either until right uh, now. You know, Andy Reid didn't know anything about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire pants last night ripping until he had to come out of the game. <laughs> yeah. It's not really their job. I mean, it's, he also he has bigger picture items to, to look at. Yeah, it's kind of like asking the grounds crew something or, you know, things like that. Like, they got their own gig. But, uh, yeah, this this whole idea that, that somehow the Steelers put him back in the game and knew he was concussed. Well, we've seen I'm plenty sure of earlier this season. The Steelers play the Raiders. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo takes a shot to the head during that game, gets back up, comes back into the game. Mm-hmm. Next day, develops concussion symptoms. Yeah, it happens all the every year. This is not every uncommon. year. Yeah, and it's nothing new. Or doesn't. Sometimes you don't even know when it happened. You know, yeah, your concussion symptoms the next day. Yeah, so. I don't know. I, I, that that doesn't phase me. Hopefully, both those guys are ready for this week. The long week hopefully helps. I mean, it can't hurt, obviously, yeah. but they haven't been able to go do anything yet to start it. Right. right. Start so we'll we'll see. You know, starting tomorrow or Wednesday, you know, if they're able to get out there for a limited practice, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure that you know this, there, there's there the league has a very set set of rules. Yeah, I mean, you do this, then you yeah. this, then you this, and so that you know that, that you're not going to put somebody out there who is. In both cases, either concussed during the game, or looks like if if, if they take a shot to the head, mm-hmm. they have to go see the independent neurologist. Yeah, every time. Yeah, and like you said, there's a spotter just looking for that stuff. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. pull that guy out of the game. And because... especially once he got, once I'm sure the independent neurologist looked at Watt, I'm sure he's focused on him from that point in the rest of the right. game. Right. Yeah. Too. He don't you just know, say, oh, maybe no, more no. so than the other 21 yeah. on the field. You know. So you keep an eye on that stuff. Um, so we'll see if they're able to at least get a limited practice here. Uh, of course, the Steelers' schedule, practice schedule. Tomorrow, the reason Mike Tomlin's press conference was today instead of the usual Tuesday, they're going to treat the rest of the week now like it's a regular work week. So Tuesday will be Wednesday. Wednesday will be Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thursday will be Friday. Friday they'll have their walkthrough and then fly to Indianapolis. Gotcha. Okay. So you, they'll put out a practice report tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, you if, know if the Colts are doing the same? I, I, no, no, I yeah. assume they have to. Yeah, I would imagine um, the same. So looking at that, you know, if you see a limited participation for Water Highsmith, that's a good thing. Yeah, so that's a promising thing. Yeah. Right, that's what you want is they're on the field doing something. Yeah, then you don't want to see the, the setback day. where they yeah. have the limited and then the DMP the next day. That's not a good sign. That's usually the, the sticking point. Yeah. Usually, I mean, who knows? But after you get past that day, it usually seems like it's – Usually you're you're playing or not by then. Yeah, and so, and we want limited tomorrow is what you're after. Absolutely, yeah. and just want to remind people that uh, you know, other teams, other sports, sporting teams, they come to Pittsburgh to talk to the Steelers doctors <laughs> right. about concussions because, like, Doctor Joseph Maroon is one of the head. You know, he's one of the guys that is kind of groundbreaking stuff with all this concussion, and, and they have other guys that work with him. Uh, the concussion clinics and everything that are here the are best, the best in the world. Best in the world, huh? So, I hadn't thought of that angle. Yeah. Good stuff. 
Well, it's worth talking about. But we'll be talking about that all week, though. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, it obviously critical it's two high-profile players. Yeah. It have been so. nice to have Golden in that last game, too. But yeah. Not the way it worked out. Anyways, that's going to do it for today's show. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for uh, Justin Miller here on site, keeping us on the air and doing so despite being deathly ill. Yeah, we good appreciate work. that. Good work for Justin. Uh, I'm Dale Lally. We appreciate you listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an ST Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At ST, it's just what we do. ST Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.